Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back. It's Marie with Swipe in the City. You've got Michelle in the house, or a condo, as my mom would call it tonight. <laughs> is, it, is it a condo? Do I live in a condo now? She calls all apartments condos. I don't know. It makes me feel classy and adult. <laughs> <laughs> um, we would also like everybody to meet our new co-host, Brooke. Brooke, you want to introduce yourself really quick? Yeah. Hey, y'all. Um, my name's Brooke. I'm from Austin, Texas. Uh, people say that's a unicorn. I don't know about that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I I know where to go swimming. Um, <laughs> I guess perks. Um, anyway, um, yeah, I'm, like, uh, been friends with Michelle and Marie for the last couple of years, living in the same apartment, gotten to know, <laughs> gotten to know the, As we do. Uh, <laughs> the VIPs, um, and, uh, I'm finishing my master's in counseling in town, um, and I'm in my second semester as an intern therapist, so that's been super fun, um, going into sex therapy, it's something I've always wanted to do, uh, and, yeah, super fun. I get to talk about sex all day, so who doesn't love that? <laughs> so we have a real expert now, guys. <laughs> yeah, Marie and I can stop talking about our opinions as much. We'll still bring our opinions. Yeah. But we've got someone who can bring the actual, like, the fact. psychological elements to it. Yeah. Help us dive in a little further. So Ooh. super, super stoked on that. Um, outside of that, Brooke, like, I don't know, tell them what's a fun fact about yourself. Um, Let the audience get to know you a bit. <laughs> I'm super fun size. Uh, I guess I don't know. My I'm, I always say the the weirdest uh, the weirdest shit when you have to do like icebreakers and I'm like, give us a fun fact about you. I'm always like, uh, I say the weirdest. Shit. I'm like, I contracted a skin virus when I was seven. <laughs> um, that was fun. No, um, let's see. Um, I, uh, love to work out, um, I'm starting to volunteer at the animal shelter in town, totally gonna come home with a dog, um, I speak some Spanish, that's always been really fun for me, um, uh, is that fun enough? I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, so fun. Fun. That's, so fun. that's fun. That's fun enough. I feel like every time, like, that kind of a question or whatever, like, it gives me just, like, icebreakers anxiety too oh, I'm yeah. just like wait no I'm the most boring person ever and then I have the same fun fact every time which is I love Harry Potter I do love and Harry that's Potter. not a fun fact that's <laughs> just like okay cool you're like every other nerd out there I do love Harry Potter I also have it in my uh therapist bio that I'll never make you to an awkward icebreaker ever oh, um <laughs> as a disclaimer because yeah do other therapists do that? I don't think I've ever had a therapist do an That seems like group breaker. therapy, right? I yeah, maybe more in a group therapy like context, but I, I also just um I tend to like I guess intellectualize things. So I hate when like therapists tell me to like do things like put to like visualize my feelings being like put in a box or something. I'm just like, don't tell me to fucking do that, please. I'm gonna <laughs> slap you across the face. Um so I try not to um do stuff like that. <laughs> so you're like a real human. I try to be a real human. I try to talk to like clients like they're friends. Like not like I'm not gonna like tell them about Saturday night or anything, but like <laughs> you know like I try to Yeah. I try to tell people like, you know, you can curse, you can just like be, you know, all that and I try not to sound like like so stiff. I try to just like talk like myself. I love that. 
not like you're gonna write uh you're gonna tell somebody to write post-it notes and put them on their mirror all right take care yeah i have an update so as if we um don't have enough connection uh marie and i are now seeing the same therapist separately <laughs> it's so is that like a weird thruple thruple like I feel like at some point it's going to put him into a weird position where he's going to be like, I have information from this side and information from this side, but like I actually can't communicate it. Yeah. Uh, although I feel like we have bigger issues than our like occasional I, arguments to deal with with Larry. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I feel like, I feel like our actual, like we don't really argue enough to where it would be deep enough that he would need to feel like right, he's right. in the middle of it. Like Just hypothetically, though. We've got so many other things going on, like... You're not you going to therapy because of your friends. Because literally, of literally. Yeah, this yeah. bitch is so toxic. Yeah. Let me tell you what she did. <laughs> like, I, I have... We're, we're running a podcast together, but, like, God, I hate this bitch. Yeah, it's yeah. worse. Well, and that's why he, like, really even... That's how you even have ever come... Come up. Came up. Is the cherry at some point, I guess, right? There we go. But yeah, no, like, because literally from the very beginning, it's like, oh yeah, I have this dating yeah. podcast or whatever. And so that's anytime we talk about Michelle, it's related to the podcast. Yeah. Here we are. But we are. I mean, yeah, back in therapy, excited. We love therapy. We love it. We love it. Um, well, and like, yeah, I feel like I was just recognizing over the past like month or probably month or so that some of the things where I can see that like my mental health isn't in the best place and some like regression. Mm -hmm. And so instead of just like, oh, this is a funk, this is a phase and just kind of sitting in that, I was like, oh, this is the time to like take action and try to do something. So we love this for you. TBD yeah. on, you know, all of that. But, uh, yeah, we've had two sessions now. I'm feeling good. He's great. Yeah. He's He'll talk about himself sometimes, which I actually really appreciate. I know. Yeah, I he, he, he's very conversational. It humanizes it. And then you it don't really feel like there's, like, this, like, weird, awkward, like, power dynamic. Yeah. 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 That's Well, that's why I wanted, like, why I even referred you to him. Because I was like, I was like, oh, when you said, when you were talking about Gary and you were like, yeah, like. He just kind of, like, looks at me, and then I ask him about him, and he doesn't want to tell me about him. I was like, oh, Larry is perfect. I'm just like, reverse my therapist, but also, I kind of am. I'm like, Larry was telling me something. Wait, it's like, Larry and Gary? That is amazing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Okay. Well, I, before Gary, I had Cameron. Um, R.I.P. Yeah. And that was Mike, the producer's also shared therapist. And I feel like... <laughs> Zoom link. I don't know if you've already tried this to the calendar. I invite. it. Didn't have the capacity at the time. <laughs> I mean, but I, yeah. I have to after. Yeah. So that's like one thing that seems like he uses Zoom, which is amazing. He knows how to send it. But he doesn't <laughs> know how to like attach it to his calendar invite. Uh huh. 
But he knows how to send a Venmo request. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, we pay our co-pays via Venmo. I well, can, I mean, that's just so much easier. I feel like me, I'm very grandma. Like, I definitely use my, um, like, my meeting room code just for, like, all of my appointments. And, like, I don't send a calendar invite, so maybe that would be, like, a way to upgrade. I just, like, copy the invitation and email. I'm like, here you go. Don't have to look for it. I don't know. Well, I was going to say, that's, I think, his thing, because I was talking to him about it, like, I think our first session, and it was more so, like, he doesn't, it sounds like he doesn't want somebody, like, if he's got back-to-back sessions, for somebody to accidentally hop into somebody else's and have, like, the same meeting code, and I don't think he knows how to preemptively generate other meeting codes. So you have to make mm. sure that it's like the scheduling. I was going to show yeah. him. When you're yeah. coaching. I was yeah. going to coach him on how to literally like integrate Gmail <laughs> with Zoom. And then you hey, just, Larry, can you share your screen with me? <laughs> I, I set up so like I have to like that's not I – I have like a pat, like a. I have to admit them, so I've never run into that issue. But that he makes sense. Too, yeah, I that makes sense. He just goes not under. I mean, he can also just send it, but I have to remind him to send it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like I'm like in the middle. I'm like, hey. Um, but yeah. So back in therapy, we love Larry. <laughs> yeah, therapy is like dating. I mean, it's good that you're like, okay, I've seen him a couple times. I think we have chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually how when we did uh, the episode with my stepdad, the first Ask a Therapist, mm. that was he literally made that comparison. I mean, it really is. A lot of things are, though, right? Because if we just take out, like, dating and romanticizing, a lot mm-hmm. of things are, it's like sales, right? Evaluation, understanding, learning, and then, mm-hmm. like, matching. Does this meet what I'm looking for? Yeah. Am I, if it's, like, more of a partnership versus something, like, do I bring the things to the table? I will say, like, the one thing also that makes it, like, dating that people don't do in their dating lives enough is talk to your therapist about, like, if something feels weird or off or you're confused of why you're, like, doing something that you're doing Hmm. or it seems like it's unrelated to you to, like, actually directly, like, bring that up and be like, this, can I ask you, like, what we're doing? I don't, this feels strange to me because so much shit can be squashed if you just, like, bring that up and have a conversation about it or they can tailor their services to feel of higher quality you based on, like, what you click with. But they only know, like, what you tell them. Same, like, when you're dating. And so if you bring that up, I feel like, I had so many clients like tell me of like reasons why they left left their uh, last therapist. I'm like, oh, that could have. It seems like it could have been resolved with a, with a simple conversation, mm. um, potentially. But I think also like on the other side of that, you don't have to go on 15 dates to see if like you enjoy spending yeah. time with someone or not. You know. Well, you know, it's it's like we talked about with last week and with the Bachelor and Susie. She like kind of assumed that Clayton knew like if if he was her person or whatever that Mm -hmm. uh they were if they were meant to be then he wouldn't have fucked Mm -hmm. the other girls or told them that he loved them Mm -hmm. and he just didn't know like you you don't have the information you don't have and then I mean I guess now they're together so it's fine but Mm -hmm. like same thing like that caused this whole big blow up and it didn't need to if that had just been communicated to begin with not to make it serious, I'm sorry. No, I'm not out of your, 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 your Hulu. I haven't seen Bachelor. <laughs> oh, I got a lot out of your Hulu. Oh, by the way, I don't fit in my Hulu. I don't 
have Hulu Live anymore because I don't. We don't have any more Bachelor until July. We'll have the Bachelorette in July, but I'm like, well, I'm gonna save sixty bucks a month on Hulu. So I downgraded to just the regular Hulu plan of Disney Plus. So sorry, I've, I've been logged out of it anyways since that time where it was like asking me to confirm the location, and I was like, mm, this feels like it's gonna break something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this feels, dude, this feels like it's gonna break something. So I was like, I guess I can't watch Bachelorette anymore. Oh. Okay. I mean, I what are you doing on Mondays and Tuesdays in July? <laughs> well, do tell. Oh, well, most of July and August will be spent at um, Bachelor, Bachelorette parties weddings. and weddings. Ah, that'll be interesting to oh, uh, bring your notes and compare. You're going to be July and August, and I'm going to be June, May. So we're going to not see each other because we're going to be gone on the weekends. Well, I, I only have one. You have like 16, but. Well, I also have, I have Mexico in May. Mm. And I have something in June. Nice knowing you. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> we'll so, so the podcast is gone. <laughs> so what is that? I'm taking over. Oh, this is Tanner. It's actually just broke. I'll do some therapist talks of the week <laughs> or something. I could bring another therapist or something into her. We could talk about dating or something. I don't know. Or you use, you use like, a, I don't know if you, can you listen to any of Jared's? Where he does like one, I think it's like his either coffee with Jared or one final email podcast. I'm Are you on the Jared Free Train? I um yes, I am, but I haven't listened to him outside of Bachelor. Okay, we'll have to bring. We'll, we'll have to we'll bring that offline. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Yeah, is it okay? This is really bad because they're like totally different. Is Jared the one who does you up or yes, yes? Okay, go yeah, on. no, not he, that Carrie Bradshaw. Which is no, they. Oh, by the way. I know, but he's doing read the receipts, mm. or I have the receipts, uh, which I did listen to. Mm. Um, he interviewed some of the contestants of Love is Blind, which mm. that show was way better than I thought it would be. Um, I actually watched, yeah, the yeah, whole thing. Also, can you say that Shake is, like, the worst person in the world? Oh, my goodness. Mm. What a, like, great case study. Like, huh? he would be a great person to write, like, a paper on in grad school. Yeah, no, he will be like so did you ever watch it love is born no i watched like the first like the first season a few episodes and i got bored yeah so, all I you need that. to know about shake is that he also i was randomly having this conversation at the bar at frazier's <laughs> with like i think it was like brian and like one of the bartenders and someone else i was like this is fine all you need to know is that so you know the concept of love is blind right mm-hmm. so he going on this show where the whole concept is not about physical appearance mm-hmm. was asking women if they could sit on his sh- if they would be able to sit on his shoulders at a concert. Ew, that's creepy. And like other things, basically alluding to like, what do you look what, like? What is your size? What do you weigh? Yeah, he, oh, he was. He was like, so it, and it all came around to like more of like weight related stuff. Yeah, Ew. and it was like he tried to like thinly veil that like that's not what he was asking about. He would say something like, Bullshit. "If we were at a festival, would you think it'd be fun to go on my shoulders?" And the girls were like, "Yeah, that sounds awesome." They go, "He goes, but would I be able to lift you on my shoulders?" Or he goes, I, well, it "Depends, I, sir. How strong are you?" Yeah. Or he said stuff like, "Throw it back." I love to take the girls I date shopping, like, uh, 
what size he didn't say what size would I be buying you but he said something like very similar something weird yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. and all I'm gonna say he not that it's okay to make those statements if you are like extremely attractive but he is the last person <laughs> to be making those statements oh god <laughs> Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah definitely not okay to say those things even if you're yeah. like super no, conventional not and again not saying that but like yeah I, I when he got rejected at the altar like it, it, I felt like sad also spoiler alert sorry there <laughs> weeks ago like he it was like not like watching an injured puppy but like I did feel like that was when I just felt just like it was so sad that I just really felt really bad for him because his immediate reaction was like I'm so numb right now he's like it's fine it's a celebration of love we're here to party it's okay it's cool I'm totally fine by the way and like was smiling and stuff and I was just like oh honey, you're not okay sir. this is oh man okay woof anyways I know so many things. I was like, we're gonna have to get on the same train with reality shows, though. So mm-hmm. I mean, at least all have. Do you watch? I I can't watch uh, Real Housewives because Mm-mm. there's too much yelling that it stresses yeah, me. Out. I can't do those. I don't think I have it. No, I haven't watched it. I can't. I, I tried. Mean, I, used to watch I really it, tried. Um. What else? Say? Oh, uh, too hot to handle. Is that the one with the um the the AI? The Alexa, yeah, basically. Yeah, Alana, so different. Don't say anything, Alexa. Uh, yeah, I keep accidentally. I know this is like probably overdone joke, but I keep calling my Alexa Siri. I mean, like, Damn, wrong name. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was yelling "Hey Google" at Kyle's yeah. house the other day for a long time. <laughs> Why are you not listening to me? Yeah. Why don't you work? I have like a whole routine with my Alexa. Every morning, mm-hmm. she turns my lights on at 6.30 without me saying anything. Ooh. And I set that thinking it would get me out of bed earlier, and it doesn't. You just sleep with the lights on? <laughs> I just lay there and think about life <laughs> for a half hour. So, you know, but we're, we're trying. We're trying. Mm. It's all about baby steps. It, exactly. I'm like, maybe if I have to lay there for a half hour, maybe I just haven't turned them on sooner. Maybe I have her turn them on at 6 instead of 6.30. I feel like it would be the same thing, and you would just lay with pillows and, like, blankets over your head for longer. It's probably true. Can you tell her to turn the lights off? Because that's what I would do. Well, yeah, I can't. I force myself not to. Just to clarify, this this solution would not work for me. You'd be like, the lights are blind. I'd be like, oh, bitch, turn them off. I'm not ready. I have a headache. I'm also going to have to, like, adjust the settings because I created this whole routine where, like, she turns the lights on, then she gives me the weather report, Ooh. and then she plays Taylor Swift. You're very structured. Well, when you're laying in bed and you're trying to, like, kind of at least half go back to sleep, you don't really want to hear 1989, like, the album. I'm going to I probably don't want to hear it ever, but... I hope we can hey, still be you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> you're, you're fired from your volunteer work here. <laughs> um, I was going to say one thing I feel like we should cover since this might be like the first episode people hear. If like, I don't know, if they're new, if they can watch. Because they yeah. heard Brooke, whatever. They love Brooke. Um, oh my God. Maybe since this is a dating podcast, should we cover relationship statuses? Sure. 
Want to go first? So I um yeah I was seeing someone back well kind of very very kind of seeing someone back with like December going into January start of Feb that didn't work out and I got like I wasn't really officially off the apps but you know how you like stop checking and get yeah. all the notifications mm-hmm. off and shit um so I was off because like I'm very much typically only interested if I'm actually interested interested I'm only interested in talking I only have the mental bandwidth to talk to like one person um and so got back on but like I started a new job and again y'all know this obviously Mm -hmm. but like started a new job in January that's been amazing but also like incredibly demanding Mm -hmm. from a time and like mental bandwidth capacity Mental bandwidth, mental capacity. Yeah, that's oh, fine. That works. All the words, yeah. all the things. It's just, it's very hard. And so, and then also, like I mentioned around a month ago, just started feeling myself regressing in certain areas and I'm just getting back into therapy. And so, I think I'm going to take like not an official break from the apps, but I just like, I don't know, I just don't really have to. Yeah, bandwidth. I get on. I know. I say bandwidth. Bandwidth is my new. That's my new catchphrase. <laughs> it's a great word. Um, but every time I get on, it's usually like a Wednesday or Thursday night, and I'm chilling, and I'm like swiping. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't feel excited to talk to anybody, and I don't feel excited to try to make plans with anybody, and that tells me because I'm normally very fucking excited about mm-hmm. anything social or Could any you? new people. So that tells me that like right now, I think I'm just gonna. I'm going to chill for a little bit. And I'm going to work on my shit. And um, I'm not going to do one of those things where I'm like, okay, I'm not dating for 30 days, 90 days, or this or that. And, like, if I meet someone, I do, and that's awesome. But I think just being, like, not intentionally going out and seeking it and being active and trying to force myself to go on dates because it's, like, there's always a time and a place for that. Well, and, like, I feel like you, of all people, are going to meet somebody, like, in, yeah. in real life. That's yeah. what I, I mean, thinking. it's, like, I, even Jared Freed is off the apps. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Jared is off the apps. You should be off the apps. Like, <laughs> but, like, I mean, and it, it, yeah, I mean, when you want to get out there and you want to do the things, fine. But, like, I I think that this makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And, I mean, again, you're an extreme extrovert. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, yeah. like, yeah, if anyone, like like you said, like, you would be, the, you're so charismatic. It's yeah. so easy for you to meet people that, like, you could do it in, like, any environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And get along and talk to anybody. And, like. And if you want somebody, you're going to go get them. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like literally nothing will stop you. Yeah, not <laughs> literally. Not not to say that like there has to be. You have to be like something has to be wrong with you to have to use the apps. I don't mean that. Right, right, right. But I will say that I feel like when I talk to people generally, or this has also been my experience with apps, is feels so depleted and so exhausted. It feels like a job interview, and I also mm-hmm. feel like I go into this mode of like it's hard for me to show my personality because I'm like, oh, like 
they don't know my vibe, I have to kind of, like, bring it to the table and, like, prove myself in a weird yeah. way. Where it's just, like, like e- yeah, and even if I don't, like, even if I'm meeting someone somewhere, like, if I, I'm getting a drink at a bar and I look over to the person next to me and start, like, chatting it up, like, yeah. it's so much easier for me to, like, be natural and show my personality there. Not just because of, like, alcohol or anything, but just to, like, <laughs> it's in real no, life. No, it feels, no, it like, really is. Organic, and, like, yeah. you know, feeding off someone's energy or vibe yeah. and, like, seeing their body language and responses, it's so much easier. Whereas, like, there's very few people out there, I think, that put any energy into their dating profiles in terms of showing their interests, showing their personality. Yeah. And, like, it's so much easier to talk some like talk something up with someone if you know like at least what to ask them about. But then it comes to be like, how many times have they been asked about that same prompt? And like, how boring right. is it to have the yeah. same conversation over and over again? I whenever I've been on the apps, I delete it so fast. I've never had one single good date from an app like ever. I feel like that makes yeah. me sad. I feel like I've had. I've had some good dates. I've had some good dates. I've had some bad dates. But I've had some good dates. Yeah, I feel like most of my good dates, though, have been situations where I'm like, this is like a homie. Like, this is... Mm. Oh, when you friends on them. Where I like friends on them. No, I don't even get to that level. The first... I I love... actually love this story, but I don't know if I've ever told it to you, but the first dating app date I ever went on, I cried. Um, (laughs) It was when I was, like, in my young 20s. I was... I'm pretty sure the first half of college or something like that. And I just didn't have, like, the confidence or know how to, like, leave a date when you were not having a good time mm-hmm. and it was just like one thing after another that I feel like it I mean I still remember it to this day like this guy's first strike was he shows up the first thing he says to me is not even hey how was your day he goes hey I saw that you studied feminist and gender studies on your profile what do you think is the need for feminism today that's his opener Whoa. And I was like, oh, I didn't wasn't prepared to like defend equal rights today. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't put my equality shirt on. Oh my god. Patriarchy. <laughs> yeah. Then he leaves uh finally there's like a band outside at the at the bar where we're getting drinks and um I'm like, okay, good. We can just listen to the music and not talk for a while. And over the music, he's shouting. This was uh, uh, when Hillary Clinton was um, running for president. He goes, how do you feel about Hillary Clinton considering that most of her notoriety as a politician comes from the fact of, like, her husband's, like, political success? And I was just like, excuse me? Like, are you trying to get something out of me? Like, he was um, a film TA at UT, so I don't, and he did tell me he wrote every night before bed, so I kind of started being like, are you getting, like, a character idea? Like, what's happening? (laughs) Then, I'm on this date for so long. My sister is, um, gives me a call, and she's like, hey, what's up? How are you? Are you, how'd your date go? Mm, still on it she was like what I was like yes like please come so she comes to my date she gets a phone call immediately and I excuse her I'm like oh yeah it's probably her boyfriend or something he goes so tell me about your past relationships I was like, no, it's cool. Like, it's a long story. I wouldn't want to bore you with that. He Bro, goes, are you good? He goes, no, really. I'm an open book. You can tell me anything. And I was like, uh, okay, but, like, I don't want to tell you about it. But, he, no, he he insisted. He goes, it's okay. You can really tell me. And so I tell him this story and about my ex. And he goes, 
wow, I can tell. I've had so many friends that like keep their exes on the back burner and kind of treat him like shit. And like, I can tell y'all are probably going to get married and you definitely still love him. I can tell you're still in love with him or like maybe you won't. I was like, so it's one of the two options. Okay, great read. Um, <laughs> it's a polar opposite. And hey, you're either going gonna... to marry your ex or you're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Holy shit. Wow. So wow. that's kind of how to feel. You know, I, he, he walks, you know, he, he walks me in the car I'm getting into and he just goes so this was a date right and I was like uh I guess so I get in the or car torture. yeah I get in so the car she said yes she and he confirmed it was so painful it was probably like four and a half hours or something oh, it, was baby girl. it was terrible and oh, then I yeah. cried the entire way home in the car oh. and then I get a text it, I think this was on like a Wednesday or Thursday evening or something. I don't know. And then he texts me at 9 a.m. the next day and said, I had so much fun last night. What are you doing oh, on? And he I invited me on a that. date like two days after. And I was just like, that was a success to you? Uh, oh, uh, Were we on the same like, date? Like, I feel like, okay, I, I feel like there's a whole, go ahead. no. Yeah, that's a lot to unpack. Go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like there's a whole episode <laughs> to unpack from, like, post-date interactions. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm. follow-ups. I feel like that could actually be, maybe it's the first best practices episode mm-hmm. we do as a group. Love that. Love that. Um, but, yeah, what's your relationship status? <laughs> <laughs> On that note, since y'all can't see, Michelle's looking directly at me. Um, well, I mean, you guys met him last week. Uh, I have a boyfriend. Oh. Well, I mean, actually, I mentioned this two episodes ago now. Oh, I didn't realize he was on the episode. You're behind on the Oh, yeah. He was on, well, because we had to do the whole Bachelor crew. He was, he was so good. Also. Yeah. I was proud of him. We got so serious about it. It was great. I was like, wow, we we took the this assignment seriously. I love that. I know. I it was, was so fun. back to it, and I was like, holy shit. Like, we are very, like, we made this serious. Um, we did. But, but yeah, I, I have a, a boyfriend, and Michelle acquired him. <laughs> As she does. As she does at Frasier's. And, uh... <laughs> Who would have thought that they, like, met someone who's, like, re- I mean, no offense, but really quality, no, like, like, fucking Frasers, I'm a quality person, <laughs> when you get to the layers of functional alcohol, alcohol drinking, <laughs> there's a quality person in here, I oh feel like, but also, yes, the night, one night, Lindsay and I were walking in, and we're, like, making a joke about whether or not we would, like, Meet guys there and like, oh, we're going to Frasers. And, and we've done the same thing about going to Jackalope. And each of those times, we've actually met someone that was like legit, or we're like, oh fuck, like we would actually talk to this person, or like, again. yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this group again. So Weird. basically, what you're saying is we should say that and then go there. It's a and then it's, so it's like it's a, it's the algorithm, the algorithm, the algorithm it's baby. It's backwards manifesting. Like I was just yeah. talking with with my ref reps about this like when you go into something and you think that it's going to go a certain way it goes that way right if you think you're going to have a shitty day you're going to have a shitty day because mm. you're just in that mindset that's what you're looking for but you're backwards manifesting yes 
<laughs> my new specialty. I'm changing my LinkedIn head by tomorrow. <laughs> you definitely um, find what you're looking for. Absolutely. But I will just say, we adore the new boyfriend. We do. He's good people. He's also a homie. Yeah. Not that I'm saying you have to be, like, friends with me if you date my friends. <laughs> well, if you want to be, be my lover, lover <laughs> you got you to be my friends. You have to... You have to be chill. Like, you have to, you you have to, have to, you have to tolerate he's me. He's very easy to talk to. And he's yeah. very quippy, which is fun. Yeah. And just, like, very He's, like, smart and good to you. Like, yeah. what, are, what yeah. are all these things? I know. It's very... It's like, there's basic standards in place. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> he doesn't... We stand. We don't... I'm, let's not... I'm adjusting. Me. I'm adjusting to a non-toxic relationship. Yeah. And, Yeah. We love, for it. You. we love it for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. But moving right along. Yeah, Brooke. Well. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> she smiles awkwardly and looks at both of us, sips her wine. Um, well. I'm just going to take another sip of this. You can say <laughs> undefined, too, or you can say. Ooh. You can, I, I, I. Yeah, I feel like whatever. We'll we'll do this. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, I've been in a very um, uh, let's see. It was uh, I've been in a long term relationship uh, for the last several years. Um, the last year there were like a lot of on again, off again, just with some things that we were like working out in terms of, um, I guess like kind of, uh, lifestyle and value choices, I'll just say. Um, and, uh, you know, recently, uh, we have been talking and, um, you know, I think it's always, uh, something you have to proceed with caution when being in these scenarios mm -hmm. Um, I think, like, a lot of the time, I think people do, and probably this is what happened a little bit, rushing into situations again without really thinking about, like, is there a possibility for things to be different? Mm. Um, but I, I will say uh, I feel really good right now, and um, I, we're super happy, and I think that... Um, you know, I, I kind of look around at, like, people who talk, the people that I hear, like, complaining about their relationships, I, I think about, like, we don't have any of those problems. Mm -hmm. And so we definitely have our own set of problems that are, like, you know, unique to our relationship. But I think when I, I hear about, like, average, like, relationship complaints, it's just something that, like, we never have to deal with that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. And so I feel like, um, like, the love and connection and warm vibes Ooh, that we have have, we just, love that. We have just really um like super upgraded and I feel really at peace and I think like we're not you know rushing into it I think we're taking our time and like seeing things and just communicating a whole lot about it to stay on the same page and like so far so good so I think um this is I, I'm learning a lot I'll just say that yeah aren't we always yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's awesome. And I think obviously like we have some insights into yes. some of those things and, mm -hmm. and hearing and knowing that you're in a place. And I think it's really funny that you mentioned the point of we have our own set of struggles mm -hmm. that are different than these because it reminds me a lot of like, um, 
a thousand years ago mm-hmm. when my mom and stepdad got together, like they went through some shit and I was like a kid and so I was mm-hmm. like causing some sh- I was causing right. chaos for them. But like As we do. one of the conversations that my stepdad had with me and that we kind of had went off was like, look, like like adult relationships are much harder than they seem. They're not going to be yeah. this. They're not going to be that. And, you know, if things are this much better than they're worse, or you're having this much, these many more like positive moments than negative moments, like, and everyone's definition is different, but like that's a successful, mm-hmm. eventually successful relationship. Yes. And I think it's kind of, it kind of ties to what you're saying or kind of reminded me with what you're saying of like, we have this and we're figuring this out, but a lot of these other things that people are dealing with, struggling with, or in miserable or or incompatible relationships, yeah. you're like, we don't have those necessarily, like, those issues. Yeah, and I think that, um, like, you're, yeah, like you said, like, there's always going to be something, but I think it's... Uh, you know, it's something that my parents always talk to me about is when you're picking a life partner, it's really important to go through a very big hardship together Yeah. because you see how that person responds. You see how you respond in times of crisis or conflict Mm -hmm. and you see that you can work together as a team and come out on top. And if you can go through something really difficult before you make that decision, if someone's going to become your life partner and you can come out on the other side stronger for it, that is such a good sign because there's always going to be something in life. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> you know, uh, that's where, and, um, you know, and, and somebody's always going to have something that is like their thing that kind of maybe annoys you or, or whatever is difficult, yeah. but is it kind of do the other things like outweigh it in your mind? Um, and like, can you, find a way to think it's like cute or endearing or can you whatever it is yeah like you have to decide what are your deal breakers like what are your deal makers mm-hmm. and you know what's truly important to you like what's the match for me is not going to be the match for michelle <laughs> i mean you no, know like, it's not going to be yeah. the match for both like, yeah so, yeah because we're, we're all different people and so everybody's got like different things that they're looking for yeah no so, yeah. i was just thinking of like when you were dating a previous partner and they were like extremely like kind of like anti-social and things like that and i was just like why will this person like hang out? And you like, have a conversation where you're like, you know, like for me, like they don't need to be extroverted and outgoing and doing all of this. And I was like, oh, right. You're right. You're right. I'm just looking yeah. for these energies and people. Yeah. But, but, but yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think like looking back, like I think I would have liked that particular person to at least have given like a little bit, like every yeah. so often, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I mean, I like to kind of have my own things and some of my own things that I do, but at the same time, it's like being, being with Andrew and the fact that he is so integrated, like in our like friend group yeah, is honestly a huge green light. Yeah. Because obviously he's got, you know, y'all's seal of approval, which is wonderful. Um, and it's just, it opens up the door for like more interesting like learning different things about somebody like seeing them in different kinds of settings so yeah yeah 
there is something of like um I saw recently of like when you have these expectations of someone to handle a situation in the way that you would handle a situation, like you will mm. be disappointed. Mm. Yeah. In sense. And so it's kind of like learning to detach from that. It, I think is uh, something that's so hard, especially when like you love someone and want the best for them. But ultimately like you, one, you don't have control over it, but two, like, you know, like you said, like, people are different and they're looking for different things and their journey is their journey and they need a different process than someone else will. So it's kind of like, has to come from you. Exactly. Like you definitely need somebody, Michelle, who's going to like be your main person. I feel like I need a slightly muted. Well, they don't need, like you have to be the the butterfly going to all these different groups. I have to be the center of attention. (laughs) No, like, like, you're the person that goes to the random strangers at Jackalope and makes friends with the woman who did my waxing. <laughs> but, like, you need the person who's going to be right by your side and let you kind of, like, lead that experience. But still be, like, comfortable cool. still to be there. Like, I've, mm-hmm. I've right. learned, like, I definitely, I definitely can't date extreme introverts mm. or people who get really jealous or controlling yeah yeah I feel like you work. need someone who can like also have fun anywhere and is very yeah. go with the flow yeah. and is like down to kind of like vibe uh but also can like hold their own so they're yeah. not gonna like yeah. be pushed into the shadows standing yeah. next to you they're gonna be able to like you know get in their point of view in a conversation and hold their own yeah um yeah. But also just be, like, down to let you go, be your social butterfly self, and, like, not be threatened by it, and have a good time, like, talking to whoever they're with, and, yeah, like, she's doing her thing, it's fine. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we figured out your perfect man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are we going to manifest him? Yeah, we're manifesting. We'll get razors and not find him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, we won't go to Fraser. This is my head. <laughs> so many if, if you meet your person at Fraser's, I think that would be perfect. I, can you have your butt in there? I think that would be never so stop laughing. Let's have the reception at Fraser's. Can you imagine? So many jealous shots at your wedding. Can you imagine my mother's reaction if we even tried to have a party at Fraser's <laughs> as part of the wedding? I mean, she, it will happen. She won't. No offense, mom. You won't be invited. I think. Uh, what about the after party? Like after the reception, you go to Fraser's type thing. You would. Oh, what if you could get the no? But after the reception, I would want to go somewhere that's like Bubba B. Yeah, yeah. You're not, that difference, we'll see. Differences this, between you and this I. This future would <laughs> not happening. So on that note, where on that note, where would the after party be? Just hypothetically, <laughs> for me. Yeah. Where do you think it would be? I don't know. I don't. I've not somewhere that. upbeat. That's where. <laughs> yeah. Well, TBD. No. TBD. Um. I don't know. Anything else? I feel like we're like kicking off a new season. It we does haven't done feel seasons. that way. Should we start seasons? Because that would actually allow us to do breaks too. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we, we, say, like, I mean we have such little bandwidth in our breaks. lives. I mean, we could. We could explore it. Um, oh, because we haven't said this or really, I mean, we briefly talked about it. Um, but we'll start releasing these episodes on Sundays instead of Wednesdays for anybody who is actually 
sitting by the phone waiting. Uh, <laughs> Edge of the seat. Waiting on a Wednesday at 12 a.m. for the, the, the new episode to drop. Um, we're going to be doing this on Sundays now because I think that's going to be better for our work bandwidth since we're... Word of the kids. day, bandwidth. We're bad, busy bitches. We're, that's right. Busy, bad, bad, busy, busy, bad bitches. BBB. Well, BBB is... No, well, that's BBC. Well, there's also BBW. Well, there's <laughs> also the B acronyms. All right, so we have a chat as an underage minor. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, yeah, chat, let's wrap it. Let's wrap it. Um, Michelle, where can people find you? M. Craig PDX on Instagram. My account is private now, but you can still oh. send a request. Work. Mm. Mm. Um, I'm at most underscore babbling, like babbling <laughs> broke. <laughs> that was my rapper name in high school, actually, by the way. I used to freestyle back in the day. Wow. I, can, I cannot do it now. That's not a fun fact. That is a really I did. I did take it to the point where I could go for like about three minutes or so freestyling without stopping. I learned a lot on YouTube, but um, yeah, my friends and I just used to do it in high school um, back in the days. I can't do it now. It would be so sad. But well, we'll practice. We'll, we'll, get we'll that. practice. I love be future office. Love yes, this. I love this. Um, and you can find me at Maria R. Carlson. You can find us at Swipe and the City across all platforms. Thank you so much for listening and let us know what you think. Bye. Bye.